Welcome to the Colorful Clipboard, where we discuss the building blocks of making dough in childcare. I'm Kate. And I'm Carrie. Welcome back to Colorful Clipboard. Carrie and I are so glad that you are joining us. And, and today, Kate gets to get on one of her favorite soapboxes because we're going to talk about t-shirts and why you should be using t-shirts to market your program. Or maybe it's a question, should you be using t-shirts to market your program? Like universities and other organizations that are bringing in millions of dollars a year, they don't use t-shirts, right? Um, yeah, sure. I mean, let's think this through. Um, Carrie, does your husband have, um, I don't know, a couple of concert t-shirts from high school? Yeah. Ozzy Osbourne <laughs> off the top of my head. <laughs> okay. So let's think this through. Ozzy Osbourne 30 years ago and your husband still has a t-shirt. <laughs> okay. So yes, um, if you have not listened to what was actually, I think our pilot episode. So I think it's like in there is like episode five or six, but it says pilot. So it doesn't actually count as our numbered one through 100. And so we did our very first round of podcasts that literally were our soapboxes. And so we were quickly told that perhaps we should try a discussion format. <laughs> a um, <clears throat> So if you listen to the episode about working with kids or your relatives, um, Carrie's oldest daughter was very honest with us that it sounded like a soapbox and not a podcast. And so we flipped our format a little bit after that test episode. So today I am going to talk to you about t-shirts. And in my mind, this is more important than anything else you can do related to marketing especially in 2022. Why? Because 2020 and 2021, you probably did not do a whole lot of summer programming and you definitely didn't do a whole lot of field trips. Well, you know what? Yeah. Yeah. Summer 2022 field trips are coming. And the best thing you can do related to field trips is getting your kids all to wear a shirt. And I don't care if it's one color for the entire program. My preference would be maybe colors by uh, classroom age groups, because so when when you took when we took all the kids to nationals with our archery team, didn't matter their age group, they all wore the same shirt. They did. It so it really just depends on where you're going and how your group has to be uh, corralled. <laughs> if you're going someplace with the entire school and you have to have a certain number of kids with each group of teachers, then you might want to do it. Everybody in the same color, but maybe different bandanas, different hats, some sort of way for you to be able to go, oh yeah, there's the toddlers. They're over there in that neon pink group. Okay. So just something to think about, but your t-shirts, this is a basic, basic, basic t-shirt. So wait, what if you've got a program that's just school year so I guess they don't need to have t-shirts because they're not going to go on summer camp. So no, everybody they don't needs need a t-shirt. So let me tell you why everybody needs a t-shirt. Other than, let's just think about this Ozzy Osbourne t-shirt for 60 or for 30 years, 60 He's years. not that old. It's not 60 years ago. But he may keep it that long. So anyway, so let's go at least to, I would be excited that this kid wore this t-shirt to school. When kids get picked up by their parents, Carrie, have you ever had kids get picked up by your parents and they're like, I don't know, run, run errands or go play other sports? I mean, definitely the school agers. I don't know. The babies, what do the babies do? The babies aren't working. 
But did they get stuck into a cart at the grocery store and have to go with mom to the grocery store? Well, probably because she's probably out of diapers again. (laughs) Okay. So this is a good example of here is a situation where that kid now becomes a walking billboard. So whether they're walking and they truly are walking because they're two or three, or they're being carried around in a, a really cute onesie that has the logo of your program. I don't care. Walking billboards are awesome whether they go to piano lessons, whether they go to softball with their sibling, because they could just be sitting there in the stands watching their sibling and it's okay because they're still a billboard. Yeah. I mean, the concept is that people have a tendency to notice other kids who are about the same age as their child. (laughs) They just kind of have radar. It's like people who never saw a yellow VW bug until they bought one. And then they're like, that's the only color they made them in. You only see two-year-olds when you've got your first two-year-old. And so they have like two-year-old radar. And so if they're in the grocery store, they're going to notice all the other two-year-olds. And if that two-year-old is wearing your shirt, this is what's called target marketing. (laughs) You are aiming directly at your potential clients because they're already looking for two-year-olds and that two-year-old is wearing your billboard. Absolutely. So what do you put on a billboard? Uh, So, you know, logo is helpful. um, But other than that, a way to contact either a phone number or a website. I don't really care about all of the flash and the the mission statements and all of that. Um, I would be perfectly content if just on the back of every t-shirt it had ABC Child Care and 512-123-456-78, you know, so that it was just really plain and easy. Um, there is some advantages to having it on the back of the shirt uh, because, well, kids are running around. I you think know, another if thing. If they're or they're reading or they're playing, yeah. you can see it on the back of the shirt. So Yeah. I think another thing that if you're, if you're like, oh, I love this idea and I want to make sure I get the most bang for my buck. If there's a joke on, on what you've printed on the shirt, people are going to notice it even more. I, I of course can't think of a single pun right now, but a lot of times, you know, you put, you know, people keep t-shirts that are funny. Um, and the kid is going to choose, if the kid has a choice of what clothes to wear, the shirt that makes people smile when they see him, he's going to wear more often. Well, it's more positive feedback. One of my favorites is one that I got for my, the, the boys in my family. And it says, you look funny with your head tilted like that. And it, it, the words are sideways saying you look funny with your head tilted that way. And it's because most people look at that shirt and they tilt their head and they're trying to read what it says. Okay. So um, not offensive. Definitely make sure that you think about what you're putting on there. Um, But definitely feel free to make it kid friendly. You know, if you've got a school mascot, that's a turtle, go find yourself a funny turtle. If you've got something else that, you know, again, think about your community, your elementary schools, your high schools, Um, color coordinating with them is great, right? Even though you may not particularly like burnt orange, but you live in Austin, Texas, thinking about having a shirt in that color um, means that those kids are going to wear it 
all the time because everybody wants to wear those colors. Okay. You have other sports teams that are in your community. The high school has a specific color. Now you might be in a community like where my kids grew up that we had four high schools and every high school had a different color scheme. Then, you know, you might go with something different, but uh, you know, again, keep that in mind because again, the more these kids can wear your shirt, the better. Rarely does a kid get picked up from daycare and then changed clothes. Now, if they're going to dance and they got to put their little ballerina clothes on, right? You know, they're going to be flipping into that black or peach onesie or pink onesie or whatever it is, leotard. And off they go with their little tutus and their pink shoes. However, if they're going to piano lessons or they're going to church or they're going to the grocery store or they're going someplace to watch a sibling do an activity, they're not changing their clothes. So again, um, this is an opportunity for you to market your program. So think about what this shirt say, because I have, you know, I I know a lot of people like to do their own tie dye. I'll be honest with you. A lot of times child tie dye shirts don't come across looking professional, definitely don't come across looking like, Ooh, that was fun. Um, you end up with a lot of this gray and Brown (laughs) kind of tie dye. If you let the kids do it. If you're doing tie-dye, don't give them all three primary colors, only give them two. (laughs) Don't, don't. It's a bad choice. But I was going to say also, like, there's a reason private schools have uniforms. It is advertising for those private schools every day when those kids leave campus. Oh, I love uniforms. Oh, so in addition to t-shirts that you give them for specific purposes, Sorry, I had to jump back on my soapbox. Um, don't be afraid to give them shorts, sweatpants. You know, even if all you do is have a dozen of these things running around, because you know you're definitely going to have a kid who's going to soil themselves or get so wet that they need a change of clothes. Um, even if all it is is sweatpants and shorts with your school's logo on them, again that is a walking billboard. Okay. So we talked about uniforms and Carrie, you know how much I love a t-shirt, but you brought up a uniform. Staffing. (laughs) So the, the question I get sometimes, um, and I bet you get it in the online class too, is, well, dress code. Can I make everybody wear exactly what I want them to every day? Always. <laughs> the easiest way to do that is a uniform. Uh, a uniform service is, is even a, a better way. Um, I loved the concepts of uniform service and places that could use those, especially during COVID, because that way your staff could come in in their clothes. They could put on a pair of scrubs or even if it's just a shirt and slacks that was provided through a uniform company that then took it with them. And so all of those little bugs and critters and gross stuff that can come with little people um, got professionally washed. Um, Even if at the absolute least, they get a copy of the t-shirt that you buy for all the kids except adult size, and don't always take their word for it on what size they wear. So (laughs) if somebody tells you they wear an XL and you're looking at them and you know that that probably- They only weigh 85 pounds. Yeah, so for, for both reasons, right? People who want to look baggy and the people who don't want to admit what size they are. Um, I would always prefer to buy an extra large. However, there are definitely parts of my life where I have been a double XL and putting on an XL t-shirt looks like you stuffed, you know, a cotton ball into a piggy bank because it was not flattering. So 
Well, okay. So then the other question is, so we said, do, can I make everybody wear the same clothes? The other question is, do I have to make everybody wear the same clothes? You don't have to No, but you definitely should have some dress codes that um, are appropriate to, again, the families that you serve. So uh, know about your community, know what their expectations are going to be. If you have a bunch of doctors and lawyers for teacher or for parents, um, that's going to be different than perhaps a community that is a military community or a community where um, a lot of your, a lot of your parents are teachers or your parents are in the service industry. So you definitely need to at least have some idea what your, what the professions are of your clientele. uh, clientele. And so, you know, you can do things by suggestions, uh, khaki pants, black pants, pair of jeans, You can be specific about holes or no holes, especially now that holes are a fashion statement again, and and just not a sign of, you know, raggedy old jeans. Um, You can uh, provide things or again, make suggestions like scrubs. Even if you don't provide them, you can still say, you know, the suggestion is blue scrubs. Uh, You can make shirts mandatory. And again, if you do, I always suggest to people to try to find a company that the shirts are designed to be a little longer. Uh, More and more people do not tuck in their shirts and wear a belt. So you need to make sure that those shirts are long enough for, you know, women who bend down and are crawling around the floor with kids because. And they're wearing low rise pants because those are back again. I don't know why they're back again. But so I think the, another thing that we haven't talked about is the fact that you may have either employees or clients whose budgets are really tight. Mm -hmm. And so if you give them clothes, (laughs) you are making their life better. Um, And I, you know, Kate likes the uniform. I like the dress code. So we have like different takes on that. I'm a big fan of giving my employees clothes and saying, you know, you can wear this as often or as infrequently as you want. Um, There will be sometimes you have to wear it, so don't lose it. But I know if I've got a whole bunch of people who are college students who are paying for college out of their own pocket, they would be happy if I would give them three shirts. (laughs) Well, I mean, let's think this through. I mean, staff can either put their money into clothes that they have to wear to work or and feel like they're being judged or that people are looking at them based on, oh, I wore those same jeans three times this week, right? Or just know that everybody on staff is gonna wear a white shirt and black pants or black jeans or regular jeans, whatever it might be. And even if it's just color coordinated, again, there's a reason why hairdressers all wear black and white. A, it generally doesn't show all of the hair color stains. B, you can find black and white anywhere. So you can do the same thing with your staff. They can just, you know, everything has to be black or white, you know, and you might just say bottoms always have to be black or navy because you may not want to get into white pants. That's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Just like, no, not enough. We watch too many BG videos. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm thinking, you know. I've been a female for way too long and, you know, inevitably white pants are, you know, worn on the wrong day. Yes. Inevitably. So, yep. So, I mean, I think we've talked about t-shirts from a couple of different perspectives. 
one as a service to your families, but primarily we want to market. (laughs) And so we want our staff to wear shirts with our information. We want the kids to wear shirts with our information. We haven't talked at all about, do we, is there a way to get our shirts onto our clients? How do we get our shirts onto our clients, Kate? (laughs) So one of the things that um, has been really, really um, helpful is sponsoring everything from an elementary school's field day. So most elementary schools do a field day. And so you can sponsor the entire school. You can go to the um, parent teacher organization and maybe just sponsor a grade. So maybe you just are the kindergarten t-shirt sponsor. Um, If you run summer programs, there's all kinds of opportunities there. Um, but there's also kids sports and kids sport sponsor team sponsors, right? So all the little kids who are running around with insurance companies and phone numbers on the back of their jersey is again a great way for our industry to also be out there. It doesn't have to just be an insurance agent. Um, the other thing that I really like people to think about when you are talking about summer programs is a lot of times we have a registration fee. And so that registration fee can really be their uniform, t-shirts, backpacks, water bottles, okay? So there's something to be said about watching whether it's 20 kids or 100 kids, leave your building all wearing your shirt with your drawstring backpack and your, your water bottle inside of that and off they go. And you know that that didn't take anything out of the budget you should be operating on, okay? So registration fees for something like summer camp or even the beginning of the school year should be and could be more than enough to cover those t-shirts, shorts, sweatpants, backpacks, water bottles, whatever your choice is, depending on what type of program you have, where your kids go. Because again, those are going to be worn and used in places outside of just your program. Yep. You have a lot of walking billboards and siblings and parents. And again, make really fun fundraisers. Um, you can, you know, people can. Um, I've seen programs that do the spring carnivals. And again, those will be back <laughs> hopefully this year. So sometimes spring carnivals actually have a fee where you have to pay a fee to come to the school's spring carnival, where if they wear your t-shirt, maybe you automatically give them a certain number of tickets to participate in activities by just wearing a school shirt. Yep. And I, I've known some centers that they do four shirts a year. They do one a quarter um, for the parents um, that have the, the kids vote on the design. So the kids are really excited about their parent wearing the shirt that they helped pick out. You will get a lot more parents buying the the quarterly t-shirt if the kids got to vote. The babies don't vote, but everybody else can vote. (laughs) And there's no reason why, again, use those shirts. When you see people in those shirts They've come to school, they're dropping off their kid. Grab a quick picture with mom who's wearing your school shirt, dropping her kid off at school. Um, These are, you know, these impromptu photo opportunities. The more people in your shirts, the better, because we want everybody to see your shirt. And you can do something where you're rewarding that behavior with every fifth parent who you see in a school shirt gets a something, gets a Wendy's um, Frosty gift certificate. And then you'll be like, wait, you got what? (laughs) And there's just, 
And they don't know it's the fifth one. They just know that sometimes people get food. <laughs> and so um, that can be really helpful. Absolutely. And if you've not listened to the t-shirt soapbox episode, we do encourage you to go back, you know, 95 episodes or something and, and dig it up and enjoy listening to all of our other ideas. Uh, T-shirts should not necessarily be an expensive item. They don't need to be fancy. Again, remember little kids grow fast and every kid is going to end up, especially if they're at your program for five years, at least they're going to probably end up with at least 10 shirts just because they grow. Um, not not necessarily because they got them all dirty, but you know, if somebody gets it dirty, take the dirty one, give them a clean one. Cause that way, when they go to the grocery store, they got a clean one on. All right. And mom doesn't have to change their clothes before they leave. So, all right, y'all, we hope that you will join us next week and thank you so much. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Colorful Clipboards. Connect with us on social media at Colorful Clipboard or send us an email to hello at Colorful Clipboards. Send us your voicemail with your own questions and stories. If you want to keep learning with us, visit Texas Director, where we continue to have seminars, licensing, programs, and more. This show has been made by me, Carrie Casey, and Kate Young, with assistance from Hallie Casey and Marie Young. If you learned something today, share the show.